All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing and spinning the one and twos on this R&B Friday. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Scott Online Studios. 877-37-GRIND. Okay, so going into the NFL, let's switch over finally to the NFL this last hour, and I definitely want to get to um, the... Uh, new bill or that's trying to be processed by Biden's administration on the transgender situation. Uh, but let's go into the NFL. So the other story that's kind of big today on the NFL, Joe Mixon is being recharged um, for, because keep in mind, he, he pretty much was accused of, in a, I guess, a road rage traffic incident a few months back of brandishing a gun or threatening somebody or whatever. The DA at the time said, hey, you know what? They really say, hey, this case is going to dismiss. We need more investigation. This is not enough evidence. So they had to drop the charges. But now, I guess, after further investigation, now they went ahead and recharged them and arrested them, correct? Yeah. Uh, from the Cincinnati Police Department in a statement made today, uh, the the, this decision, uh, that to charge Mixon, was reached following the discovery of new evidence during the investigative process to preserve a fair and impartial judicial process for all parties involved. Uh, no investigatory, investigatory details or evidence will be disclosed outside of official court proceedings. Hmm. So now that he's officially been charged again, I mean, you got to think uh, Cincinnati already lost their backup running back. He was signed. Samaj uh, Pirine. Yeah, he yeah. was signed with Denver. So now you have a situation to where you have to ask yourself what kind of suspension is it going to be, you know, for him? Um, I never really did understand totally how Alvin Kamara was able to dodge. Susp I mean, I think it's facing him this year, but I, I didn't I can't remember how he was able to skate for a whole season when having to worry about facing disciplinary action from the NFL. I think it's because it hadn't been decided. Okay. So, um, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Kamara's you know whole incident got got kind of put on hold on the judicial side, so there was no action yet to be made from right. the NFL. Well, um, look, it, it's it's one of those, and two, you got to understand too. Um, He's going to be, whether you think it's fair or not, I mean, it could be. I mean, I think it's kind of fair. But he's going to be judged by what happened to him before he even entered this draft in regards to when he was on Norman campus at Oklahoma and he struck a young lady in the face, pretty much knocked her to the ground at a local diner or somewhere it happened like that. And there was questions whether he was even going to get drafted. Now, Cincinnati took a chance on him because, again, he was a hell of a talent in college. So my point is, is that he already has, I mean, this is be his first, I believe, I think, incident in an NFL in trouble since he, he's been drafted. But however, his past could basically weigh in and have an influence on the judgment or whatever Roger Goodell wants to do, in my opinion. Because, um, again, you know, it's, it's, it's all about credit report. And he came in the NFL with a bad credit report. Now, I don't know what the details is about this besides just road rage, uh, but that's definitely something that you're going to want to monitor, especially being uh, if you're a Cincinnati Bengals backer or fan. What do you got? Well, the ESPN story on this also notes that on March 6th, 
A teenager playing with uh, playing a game of toy guns was shot by an individual standing in the backyard of Mixon's home uh, in Anderson Township, according to police. Um, and uh, Lamonte Brewer, the boyfriend of Mixon's sister, Shalanda, in the story, was indicted on one count of felonious assault. So, um, it, when you looked at the foot, they looked at the footage. Mixon didn't fire the gun. But it's another thing just kind of tied to when we look at the whole John Morant situation, right? It's okay, but what other smaller incidents are a piece of this bigger picture? Uh, and, and you have another piece to a bigger picture here with Mixon. Well, I mean, we'll see how it plays out for him. I mean, we definitely will. I mean, it'll definitely be in the news, uh, stay in the news, and we'll hear updates on it. Um, also, I talked about, I teased it in the first hour, but Trey Lance showed up in Texas to work out with Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City wide receivers as well. Now, I will tell you this. I look at this as um, there's positive in this because, for one, I think with Trey – and this could have been the best thing that ever happened to him. And well, not this particular situation with Patrick Mahomes, which just can't hurt either. But what I'm t- what the situation, the best situation that happened for Trey was Brock Purdy. His success. Because, you know, even though the, he, Trey knows what the organization gave up to go get him, he understood what the locker room, he saw it with his own eyes of what Jimmy Garoppolo meant to the locker room. But he also knew next this year that, you know, Jimmy was going to get removed. Like, he knew automatically he was going to be the guy. Okay? The success that Brock Purdy had under Kyle Shanahan, and you talking about going to an NFC championship game, and we understand Brock Purdy is having had a procedure uh, pretty much on his arm. Okay? Uh, a serious procedure, but he's supposed to be ready. But we just don't know what he's going to look like after this procedure. And that's why they go out and sign, I believe, Andy Dalton, right? They signed Andy Dalton. Um, uh, the Niners, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton. I get them confused. You know, people get me confused all the time. They're both, I get what, confused. slightly redheaded, that's probably square what it is. face. That's probably yeah. what it is, you know. Um, Dalton, people, Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And let me tell you something. If it comes down to it and Kyle Shanahan has to go with uh, Sam, uh, which Sam one? Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, that one. And they win games. It automatically just count him as the quarterback, one of the greatest of all time quarterback whispers in the NFL era. If you now you if you're a 49er fan, you hope you don't get to have to see that. But let me go back to Trey. So I think the 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 success of Brock Purdy and going to an NFC Championship game didn't allow him to get comfortable where he's at. Like, oh, this is my job. They got three first rounds for me. This is my gig. And keep in mind, the the main problem with Trey and all the experts to tell you, I mean, I hear Dan Orlowski say this all the time, which is true. He's only played like 20-some – if you count college and you count even the time that he's got in in the NFL, he has still less than 30 games under his belt. He's only played like 20-some games at all, just in college and NFL. So the reps and the experience is really tough on him in the spot. But I think Brock Purdy's emergence and his success and going to NFC Championship and really pretty much – look, it's going to be a quarterback competition at camp. 
That's really what it's going to be. I, I, there's, you know, this is going to come down to Brock Purdy's health and his arm. I believe there's no way that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan can just give the job to trade despite just because you got three first rounds, future rounds invested in him. So this is going to be, I believe, a position battle in camp. Now, John Lynch just a few a month ago said, hey, we've got to see Trey's got to get on the field. OK, but you've got a guy here and you can go by the signing. Of, they sign another quarterback that they want to ensure that quarterback room because uh, they were really in a tough spot last year in that Eagles game. To be down to an emergency quarterback situation, that was awful. But in regards to going out and crashing Patrick Mahomes workout party. It shows his hunger. It does show that he wants to get better. But at the same time, and I get you might want to pick Patrick Mahomes' brain, but shouldn't you be with 49er receivers somewhere in Santa Clara or somewhere close and throwing and getting the chemistry with them? Okay, now he's got some veteran receivers. Okay, Debo. Okay. What's my other man? What's the other kid's name over there? He's been around a little bit. Number eleven. What is his name? Oh, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk. Ayuki. Um, you might want to be. And, and look, I don't want to make it a negative because I do feel that the there's more positive in this than just killing the kid. Because oh, you're not throwing with 49er receivers. I mean, yes, he's out there with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know the detail on how this happened, if this was planned, but I just know they looked at it and reported as hey, he crashed the party and you know worked out with Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City receivers. But it shows you how because OTAs are going to start here for most people next week. Uh start most got most teams are going to get up and going on OT the official offseason workout programs, OTAs. We'll still have that voluntary period, but for some teams, we know, depending on who your coaching staff is, it's not voluntary. Okay, they say it is, but he'll let you know, like, hey, we don't, we better have like a 90% participation rate or there's going to be problems. You know, Sean already said, hey, I, I don't know that schedule the NFL released, uh, but we're going to have this OT. I'm like, there you go, man. Just need a whole culture change in that damn place. Get out of this mess. I mean, it's, I mean, come on. You got Travis Kelsey. Now, I understand that the Kansas City is hosting the draft this year, which I forgot about that, but they're hosting the draft. And can, me, in my opinion, it should be in Vegas every year. I mean, if you can have, if you can have the damn combine in sorry-ass Indiana Lucas Oil Field, okay, you can have the draft every year in Vegas. But anyway, you got Travis Kelsey hosting a draft party. In Kansas City. That just shows you like. A music festival. A music festival. Now, I understand this is in his backyard in Kansas City, but most guys, even on level in teams, like you're using this time. Like, you know, some guys pay attention to the draft. The first round, say, hey, who's coming to join us? You're in tune. But a festival, I just look at it like, you know, this path has just been too easy for them. These guys are hosting festivals. I'm going to tell you, AFC West, you got to do something about this. I mean, these guys are just running through, like, the AFC West. Like, these two games that they got to play against these other three teams are just nothing. They're so relaxed that they're hosting music festivals in their hometown draft night. And I guarantee you, it, it look, if it's back in Vegas, did you, did you hear any Devontae Adams card or anybody holds a music festival in, in Vegas last year? No. And that was Vegas. 
If I'm a if I'm a team if I'm a if I'm a player in the AFC West, he did just get to Vegas. I don't care if I was if 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 I was in the AFC West. This I take this as disrespect. I take this as like, well, they think this is just a part. Now, granted, they won the Super Bowl. I get it, but we just hosting festivals, like we club promoters, like we Diddy or something. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait because eventually, at some point, that this some point in this division is gonna get tight. It might not be now, but some of it, there's gonna be some path of resistance to automatically just get that number one and two overall seed. But I digress. This was supposed to be about Trey Lance working out with Patrick Mahomes, and I didn't want to. That wasn't even on the docket. But I just I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. Didn't I see this sucker's hosting hosting a damn uh, festival or party? I didn't know it was a music festival. But I knew it was a party. Well, uh, it might as well just be a party. The festival, the, the band's on his promotional poster he shared to his Instagram. Uh, he's got Machine, Machine Gun Kelly headlining, and that's a Cleveland connection. MGK is from Cleveland. Hmm. Uh, Travis is from Cleveland. Uh, but Loud Luxury, Rick Ross, and special guest Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Isn't, I thought Machine Gun Kelly, that was a Detroit... I thought that hole when he was battling Eminem. Yeah, his ass. No, that's a Cleveland-Detroit battle right okay. Eminem made his ass go to rock and roll. (laughs) Like, hey, man, you might as well go to a headbanger's ball. You ain't spitting hot bars over here. Which I, I, you know, I saw Machines Hustle. You know, you go after the the, the big fish, you get clout. But that ended real quick. Real quick. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. But Trey, that that's a good sign. I mean, him working out. I mean, I feel like he understands this is at a this is at a very important. This is an important season coming up for Trey. This is an important season coming up for Trey. And to be honest with you, I give up some. I give up draft capital for Trey. His upside in Denver. If I had to say so, if, if if he came about, if they want to trade and they do do business with Fortnite, hell yeah. To sit behind, I mean, you talk about some real insurance on Russ, because keep in mind, the money's not the problem in Denver anymore. It most likely, like I said, this is it. He's got one year. They're going to eat that dead cap money, and it's just like, oh, and they like something in the quarterback that they, they signed, you know, from, from the Raiders. Um, but Stidham. Stidham, yeah, he and you know when Sean says, "Hey, we think he could be a starter someday." I mean, that shot's fired too. Uh, but hell yeah, I mean, not just for Denver. I could name a bunch of other teams that that he would that you it would make not too much. I mean, because if the 49ers ever to the point where they've got to move him, they're not going to come close to recouping what they gave up to get him. Let's just keep that straight. You, you're not getting a first round for Trey Lance, but his upside, Jonas, if he gets more reps and he can stay healthy. His upside would be huge. They went up and got him for a reason. It just hasn't panned. It just he hasn't for one, the Jimmy situation was weird and the locker room really loved Jimmy. And then the unfortunate situation where he gets hurt. And now you up against it because Brock Purdy is young. Well, they're both young. they're both young, but they're both young. But Brock Purdy, now it's like think about it. if you're Trey Lance, you have fought the Jimmy. Jimmy's gone. But you fought that battle when you knew you just walked there and knew this was still Jimmy's locker room. Kyle's could say we're drawing with Trey. Jimmy was going to be cut. Jonas said, no, he's not going anywhere. Jonas won that. I took my L on that one. But Trey still knew it was Jimmy's team. So you get Jimmy out there. Now you got Brock that was just this afterthought, third on the depth chart, that's led this team to an NFC championship that played good, that he did play well up until getting hurt. Now you got, when you walk in, you got to take that team from from Brock. 
So, and that's one thing you never really heard. You, I mean, and again, why would they? Because we haven't really seen the kid on the field that much. But you haven't really heard like a boat of confidence. Like you hear more confidence coming out of Green Bay's camp about Jordan Love for the last couple. Of, like, hey, we think he's ready. We think he's ready. You really don't hear that with Trey. And it's not so much his fault. It's just unfortunate. But now he's got to go rip that locker room from Brock Purdy, in my opinion. 877-37-GRIND. Also, uh, sticking in with the NFL, uh, sticking with, I should say, with the NFL theme, I never got to change. I never got to finish my take about uh, Todd Bowles' comments about Baker Mayfield. I'm going to tell you why he made these comments um, so early uh, with Baker at the point where we're at, where we haven't even started OTAs yet. We'll talk about that. Definitely want to talk about this Biden administration decision and try to put this law in the past on the transgender situation. We'll get in all to it when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind Anyway, all right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing. Today's show was presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We have been broadcasting from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this last segment of the day, like it always is, is sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, the key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out all their pre-made alcoholic drinks, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own flavor. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 877-37-GRIND. All right, so uh, keeping it moving here. Uh, a couple things I want to touch on before we uh, get out of here. We talked about, let me just make sure I didn't leave any NFL meat on the bone before I uh, get out of here. Um, yes, I kind of did. I mean, I talked about the 
the lockout, I mean, not the lockout, the workout uh, with Trey Lance. Uh, also, former Cardinals GM Steve Kime says the reason Hopkins hasn't been traded is because of his contract. Thank you, Captain Obvious. We talked about that a week or two ago that, hey, if it wasn't for, and not only that, it's like no one's trading. Like, the, most likely the Arizona Cardinals are going to end up outright releasing DeAndre. Because no one is going to, because of that contract, no one's going to trade from, no one's giving draft capital up for DeAndre Hopkins. And it would be a great value, by the way, for somebody. And I would tell you, watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Can you imagine Hopkins with Mahomes? Like, oh, my goodness. That's like, and I don't even know why I put that out in their waves in existence. I to even talk to this, but I'm just my gut tells me, man, watch because, and you know what? Honestly, you know, even though it would come at my expense, I, I would love to see Hopkins try have an opportunity to get a ring. You know, considering where I've always had D Hop in 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 you know in the NFL receiver level. Uh, because he's really proven in his era, even his prime, he was the truth. Because go look at the quarterbacks he had to deal with. Uh, but I would say definitely watch out. But I think Arizona is going to be in a position they're going to have to outright release him. And and I think they're going to wait. I don't know what his bonus, roster bonus, and all that. But I think that they're going to they're going to try to wait as long as they can before they do it too. And I think you're probably you probably want to do it after the draft. You want to do because because technically you could see if you could get lucky. On draft day, you know, because sometimes people start moving. Let's say if it's a big Lamar Jackson trade goes down, then guys in war rooms start getting a little antsy, getting a little like, hey, this and this. Um, and then he's like, hey, screw it, man. Let's get how we'll give him a fifth round pick. I doubt it, though. But I think you hold on for him for that purpose. And then you outright release him after the draft, in my opinion. What do you got? The no brainer, right, about it being Hopkins' contract. I mean, you factor uh deandre's contract kyler's new contract they had just uh given um coach bro his new contract kime had just gotten a new contract the reports we discussed the other day about bidwell and his office practices with is it possible he's his own whistleblower and he told the other because you've got all this money on the line and none of it you, you have none of it left like uh, outside of Kyler, who's hurt right now, okay. and Hopkins is on his way out, guaranteed money. Though you're you're on the line for all of that. So you think who who's the his own the, the, the oh. Arizona Cardinals owner Michael Bidwell? So you think that he's trying to make it to where he's got to get damn to try to, really, to try no. to sell the team now because he's you've got all this money wrapped up. I mean, uh, the 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 contract for coach is going to be paid out. Kimes' contract is going to be paid out. Uh, Kyler's contract he's still there under it. And if you can't move Hopkins, then you still have to pay his contract. I would I'm just look. I'm just putting it out there, a little grassy you know, old view yourself myself. I mean, the more I sit here and think about this, I mean, of course, I'm like, Jonah, what the hell are you? T-? But, you know, and you know what? I, look, if I I would, I'm not going to sit you the way you laid that out in the evidence and the times that we live in right now. Um, I would tell you there's you can't say that's impossible. OK, I will say that. Now, if I had to put a percentage on it, I would maybe crack it at maybe 15 percent to 20 tops. And I will tell you, if that is what's going on, which I highly doubt it, I can't think of, I mean, that's all, I don't know if it's on the level, that, that that's bad. 
That would be a problem. To me, that would be one of those that the NFL, the commissioner, they would have to do something to make sure that never happens again. And I don't know how you would prove it, but, you know, look, and and the reason why also I would put the percentage so low, because remember what I've been preaching, and I always tell y'all that this is part of a status being in this 32. Yes, it takes money, and it takes money to get one, and it damn sure takes money to stay in one. But I believe this is a status that most billionaires do not want to give up if they don't have to. Let me tell you something. Do you really think Daniel Snyder wants to sell this team? No. He's going to make a fortune out of it. It's going to be a hell of a flip. But money can't buy that status. When when he sells this team and he makes his money, unless he makes the news for Ponzi scheme or some corruption or 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 you know, God forbid, health wise, whatever, you ain't gonna ain't nobody gonna talk about Daniel Steiner no more. He's gonna be out. It, it's just afterthought. You ain't in the club no more. You don't have that prestige. Now his billionaire buddies and his business associates, they'll still in the click, but he won't have that attention. His name and, and that's the reason why those guys are addicted to that. Because at the, when you got that kind of money, it's really about it becomes a sport. It's like keeping score. Like once you get so much wealth and when you're talking about billions, I mean, that's a whole different story. Like at that point, it's just like you're just trying to up your next part or you're trying to see where you stack across the world with other billionaires. And what do they got? What are you doing? That's the reason why you got that's the whole part of Bezos and Elon Musk's effectuation with space. And Mars and stuff like that, because when you got that wealth, it's like, man, what can we what can I do? Because they'll try to sell you to it like, oh, man, it's about improving the earth and mankind. And we want to discover there's things. No, man, stop it. It's a it's stunting on a different level. No different than the brother going in parking lot, pimping and crossing, going in the streets and the clubs and the six hundred bands or the or the or the Maybach. Or, or, you know, the Lambo. It's no, it's just a different, it's a different status. Hell no, he really don't want to sell that team. 877-37 grind. Okay, what do you got before I get my take that I've been trying to get for the last three days? On Baker? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, though. What do you got? No, I was just bringing it back Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Baker, I talked about this the other day. Todd Bowles comes out of nowhere and says that, you know what? I like Baker Mayfield's leadership. And I'm like. What? Okay. Look, you know, do am I going to sit here and say that Baker has no leadership skills? No, I'm not going to say that. I mean, like, he's a fiery competitor. Um, I'm pretty sure he's one of those guys. You hate him if he's on the team. But if you're in the locker room, he's winning you games. You gravitate to him. Um, he showed what kind of war he is. He made a mistake, but he showed you what he tried to do, play through with a couple years ago that really cost him his career in, in Cleveland, I believe. Um but the reason why Todd Bowles is coming out this soon of days, probably about a week before OTA start, because think about this. You cannot have a guy of Tom Brady stature walk out the organization and there's no void that's left in leadership. This is the Todd. What Todd is trying to do is and I'm not saying that he's lying. I mean, maybe he really does like Baker Mayfield's leadership roles, but I don't think it's enough time that he spent with Baker. I don't see what where he's basing that off on. I mean, he hasn't competed, even competed against them too many times. But I think what he's trying to do is set the tone because he knows that that is a major void 
that is going to be like a vacuum sucked out of the building in leadership role. Tampa Bay, like I said, Todd is in a tough spot. I, you know, I thought that this was going to be some – I thought, you know, when Bruce Aarons gave him this opportunity, and I remember Bruce saying, hey, I want to go ahead and, and, you know, pretty much leave the table set for him and give him for success. It's crumbled real quick. And it's not so much just because Tom retired, but it's like you look at the contracts, you look at the injuries they've had, you look at what they've got to do, and you really look at where they at the quarterback situation. This is all not as bad, but this is almost getting similar to the situation Todd was in when he was the coach of the New York Jets, in my opinion. But uh, but no, make no mistake about it. I mean, to come out like if we'd had a few weeks of OTAs or we were in mini camp, if we, you know, we were like in July or, you know, uh, June and there's, you know, Cam after draft. He's been around and Todd makes these comments. OK, you know, he's, but to make these comments about a week ago, way before OTAs and say that. That's go-go gadget arm reach. I see him working. He's trying to give him the confidence to let guy, hey, he can lead. He's going to – because somebody got to fill that void. And I think Baker Mayfield said it from the get-go in his press conference. He's like, no, I ain't Tom Brady. I ain't never going to be Tom Brady, you know. And props for – because he had to do that to set – and those are some tough shoes to fill, but Baker ain't really had that many options, you know. That Rams game, that Christmas game saved his ass, man. It really did. Leave it up to that sorry ass – coaching staff, you know, to really – I ain't going to throw the players on the bus because I believe there's talent over there, but this sorry-ass coaching staff that really just gave Baker a B-12 shot on, on center stage on St. Nick's Day. Got a coach fired the next day after that. Probably going to be one of the best firings ever in Denver history too, the results afterwards. But, yeah, man, that's what I think on that. Also, um, keeping it moving, um, what do we got here? We think we got something, a master's update here real quick before I get into my Biden situation. What do we got here? We got an update coming in from the master's, Jonas. Uh, yeah, within the last minute, uh, if anybody's been on scrolling social media, you've probably seen the trees falling down at the master's. Me. Scary scene. Wild. Uh, so, an update from the Masters. Augusta National Golf Club can confirm that no injuries were reported from three trees that were blown over to the left of the number 17 tee due to wind. The safety and well-being of everyone attending the Masters tournament will always be the top priority of the club, which will continue to closely monitor weather today and throughout the tournament. The second round has officially uh, been officially suspended for the rest of the day, Play will resume on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Um, ticket gates will open at 7. Oh, uh, well, so I'm glad. Out there. Yeah, I'm glad that no one was injured. Um, they got lucky on that one because, I mean, you would think that evidently maybe somebody saw something. Fortunately, somebody saw it coming or saw something about the tip and everybody got the way. to hear the wood cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, so that's, that would have been tragic. Uh, but, yeah, but we're, we're currently still in the weather delay, right, at the Masters? Uh, yeah, so they're done for the day. That's what that, that release okay. there says. Except they are done. done for the okay. day. They'll pick up tomorrow. And I will tell you this right now. If I had to put the odds at the chances that there's going to be golf on Monday – I put it at a minus 250. Not that much. Put minus 250. Okay. Um, yeah, because I think that we're, and I asked that yesterday, but I think there's a good chance that we're going to see probably God. Because if they get washed out tomorrow, I mean, I don't understand how you finish this whole tournament in one day on Sunday. There will definitely be some carryover and on Monday. 
And speaking of uh, odd, what do you got? Well, just yeah, you have so much of the field left that you know stopped at play at nine at hole nine. So you still have the back nine to play yet for a bunch. Um, Tiger there stopped at eleven. So you got to give the guys time to rest. Speaking of odds and everything, I didn't bring this up when we were talking about basketball real quick before I get him a buying thing. Uh, there was a better who turned $25 into 10000 off of a future bet of the Sacramento Kings winning the Pacific Division. I can't believe the odds were that high. I mean, I guess I could because, you know, they own the longest playoff drought streak. This is the first time they won the Pacific Division in 20 years. But that's a hell of a return, huh, Jonas? A $25 bet for 10, 10 racks? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of those ones you just say, well, I got five bucks. Let me throw it on there. I mean, either, when you're looking at, um, you know, first off, it's not just about who they are, you know, the Kings, but right. who, they, who they have to compete against for that Pacific. That means that you've outlasted the Warriors, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Suns. If you would have said that that by the by season's end after 82 games, the Kings would have a better record than each of those four teams. Yeah, and you know why? <laughs> and you know, and when odds. I saw and when I saw this, you know why you get that kind of value on that is because no one really pays attention to who wins the divisions in basketball. No That's one a great does. Point. No, no one great does. Point. I mean, we first of all, there's not a sports talk show on TV or radio in this country that ever breaks down division winners in basketball. It's more about seeding and pretty much do you making the playoffs and what seed you are. No one even talks about division. So that is the reason why you can even get an odds like that on the Sacramento Kings. Because it's I mean, to be honest with you. That that's a big odd push for that's a big flip. You shouldn't have been able to. So there was a line. Sometimes it happens. Bookmakers sometimes fall asleep at the wheel because there's so much you pay attention to. But that's a throwaway right there. Divisions. First of all, you got to be pretty much damn degenerate betting on futures on divisions and basketball, man. All the stuff that you could be betting on, you got to be borderline pookie, okay, uh, of New Jack City degenerate to bet on future i mean on the divisions and basketball so much stuff that could happen real quick before we get out of here um wanted to do you know there was uh, of course usa today has it uh the ap press put it out but the biden administration proposes new guidelines uh barring sweeping anti-transport bans if you've been paying attention to this and i have not in great detail but over the course of the last six months there's been certain uh cities and states that have adopted rules and bills that would not allow transgenders to compete in their non-birth gender sport however that came out i hope it said right but you know what everything's crazy right now so you know what i mean so biden is putting in a bill or proposing this that would basically stop from this happening in all the states of the country and for my new listeners, I'm going to say this again, because I've, I've had to talk about this uh, in regards to when this topic comes up. I've got blowback, even in my own community, in regards to having this opinion. But this has nothing to do with your beliefs or if that's what you choose to do. But I think everything and, and trust me, Biden doing this, this is all for political for for for, for votes. 
This is all for support. I mean, make no mistake about it. I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. This administration has not been that great in the last few years. It just hasn't. And everybody can agree to that, even if you're part of that party. So this is really from a guy that's approval rating is not that great. Really going on the limb and making this topic that's a sensitive topic a political issue on. I disagree with it because I feel that what gets lost in this is that Again, and I have no kids. I've played stepdaddy a lot in my, in my in my life, probably maybe only once or twice, really, you know, but I don't have kids of my own. But I can only imagine it did what gets lost. If I have a child that is competing at the college level or the high school level or the middle school level, I want that kid, girl or boy to be committed. And especially if it is a girl, I want them competing against their born gender. And I don't understand. And, and the reason and, and people and because this has become so political, this topic, and because we're so sensitive, like, hey, we don't want to delete that people. We don't want to do this. We really have gotten cloudy to really see it so simple as what's fair and not fair. Like and it's so concerned and not trying to exclude a certain group to know that how is that fair? To natural born gender athletes that are competing for scholarships that are competing now for NIO money to have to be subject to basically competing with a, a potentially a female athlete, young athlete competing against a boy or man in their sport. It's not fair. Has nothing to do whether you support or against transgender. This has nothing to do with this. It's about what's really fair. And I think that's what's getting lost because it's been politicized. And this is the reason why this man is even doing this. But it's so politicized. People just fail to realize, is it fair or not? And in my humble opinion, it's not. So I'll end you with the week with that one. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in the Shaw City, people up in Tyler, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm goes off Monday morning before you hit the snooze button and before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. Happy Easter. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you. Cheers to savings. 
Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.